Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour Podcast. Do you feel like your kids run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore? Running from school to work to activities, I mean, we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time. When you have a free minute, do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore? Is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour, it's 12 months out? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. We love our kids, but being in the thick of it is stressful, and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff. I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. How is everyone out there doing? I hope you are enjoying the fall weather and the breeze and the frigidness that are about to hit us. But sometimes it's not bad to get a chill. It's a little bit of a relief from the summer heat, but you know, get your jackets out. (laughs) How are you doing, Keisha? What's going on with you? Good. Same thing. I was not prepared. Um, I'm like, I guess I should buy coats for the kids because the other day it was like 50 degrees taking them to the bus. I felt so bad. (laughs) Yes, it's cold and raining here, which we were just talking about. It's horrible. Horrible New Jersey right now. Yeah. Bring Noah's Ark because it's like 40 days and 40 nights. (laughs) It feels like. Is this from the hurricane? Like, is that what? I believe so. Okay. Well, at least it makes sense because I'm like, geez, is it ever going to end? I know we're we have a light at the end of the tunnel, but I think this is from the hurricane. Yeah, and at least we only got rain. We didn't get the hurricane, so there's always glass half full. Yeah, God bless and hurricane. Prayers to anybody who was affected for sure. Yeah, like coming back from my cruise, man. Yes, how was your trip? (laughs) Amazing. Um, for everyone out there listening, I turned forty last week, and me and my husband went away on a cruise for seven days without our children, which was amazing <laughs> so, so sad to say I didn't I didn't miss my kids too much when we were having relaxing time yeah um, you need those times and from me and all the podcast listeners happy 40th birthday thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah it's I mean it was so weird that whole day didn't even really feel like it was my birthday because it, it, it's the first time I've ever been away from my family or been away from my kids and and stuff so it did feel a little weird but um definitely enjoyed it much needed break away and the best part about my whole trip honest to god was that my phone was off the whole time like really being able to remove myself from work from social media from just thinking about anything that's attached to that phone was glorious i will say it was glorious. that is a vacation in and of itself <laughs> even if you were just at the jersey shore and got to do that like that is a vacation to be yeah. disconnected yeah i think i might start doing it more often because i don't think i realized how much my soul needed that Mm. Um, even to disconnect from work because my job is so affiliated with my cell phone and not getting a break during the pandemic and just Mm. go 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 like that was probably the best birthday gift I could have given to myself is to turn my phone off for seven full days yeah wow now that's a different form of relaxation I'm glad you got to get that yeah Yeah. but I did get to see you recently we didn't get to come too much but (laughs) right right I know at Olivia's birthday my big girl turned five and um had her real first birthday party like this was the biggest 
realist <laughs> birthday that she's had because she's a, a youngster and pandemic kid, like not born in the pandemic, but you know, a kid who has had two to three birthdays in the midst of a pandemic. So yep. um, other than her first birthday, which of course she doesn't remember, <laughs> that was, that was pretty big and a lot of work <laughs> um, on my part. That was um, her biggest birthday other than now, 25. So she didn't even know how to like act. Like, I don't know if you noticed when we were saying happy birthday, she just yeah. like sits there and she's, <laughs> but she's like, uh... soaking it in. <laughs> she's not like sad, but her face is always just so stoned because she doesn't know how to receive like all that attention and everyone like standing and saying, singing happy birthday and stuff like that. Um, but it was good. She had an amazing time, which is all that matters. Yeah, the kids, that place is a ball. Everyone just like runs around. You don't even see the kids half the time. They're having so much fun. Yeah, even Logan and one of his friends, like they literally said like, maybe I'll have my birthday there. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, the sign on the door says place for five and under. Like the fact that you want to have your birthday here is crazy. Like they really, even the big kids have fun. So that that meant a lot to me. Yeah, it was. it's a good time. It's always a good time. Yeah. Day parties and seeing them celebrating. Finally getting able to see them celebrating, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah. time. Yep, and she got to open up all her presents. Yesterday, I felt bad because her party was so late on um, Sunday. So I literally only let her open two presents. And I was like, okay, you got to get in the bath and get in the bed. Uh, I was next day. Is that, that bad? Is that bad? <laughs> no, I was just like, man, that's some self-restraint on her part, not going nuts when I open this. Well, bed. she didn't have a choice. I know, right? But all day long, <laughs> like that morning, she was like, Am I, she's like, I get to open my present to school, right? And then, of course, as soon as he got off the bus, mommy, can we go home? So, I open. so she had that in her mind all day. So I felt, I'm sorry, baby girl, <laughs> for, for making you wait. But she had to go to bed she was exhausted and she had school the next day right no I mean kudos to you for being able to control that <laughs> because I don't know if I would have been able to do the same Bianca would have been like throwing shit everywhere <laughs> like diving in the bags right I know oh but my goodness that, that was a good time was so cute. she just looked like so happy so happy because other than Christmas I mean not having a birthday with a lot of presents and party like party you obviously get a lot of presents and stuff so she's really just new to that whole world it's so Aww. cute so cute. Yeah. yeah. She's a big kid yeah. now. Yeah, she's a big kid now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I am a little bit sore. This is our segue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> because um yesterday, you know, I'm always back and forth with working out. So I haven't worked out in a little while. So yesterday I worked out. And why would I do like leg day on the first day? <laughs> I must have lost my mind because I'm so sore. <laughs> um <laughs> But I'm determined to build and get the body I want. Not to say there's anything wrong with anyone who does otherwise, but I'm just completely baffled by how many people now are having surgery to get the body that they want. How do you feel about that? Well, as someone who is very like cautious about what I put in my body and how much I work out and determined to like get my body a certain way, how to make make me feel comfortable, not for anybody else. I am like completely anti that for the most part. I'm not anti it in the sense of like, I'm like, you do you, but I'm anti it for me. You Mm -hmm. know, I just, trust me, I would love some perky boobs, people. (laughs) My boobs could be down to my kneecaps, but (laughs) they are, but it's it's like, it's life. And rather than put an implant or something like that into my body, I would rather not Mm -hmm. and be more cautious. I know there's a, I have heard there's some other ways to do that. Like with 
like butt fat or something. But again, I'm not really one for like surgery and all that stuff. So I think I'm not against it. Like you do you, but for me, I don't think so. I don't think I would do it. What you? I'm kind of in the same boat. Definitely. First of all, to each his own. This is a judgment-free zone. Um, I have, I think the only surgery I've ever, you know, said if I would get anything done ever in life, if something happened, um, would be for my, for my boobs. Cause after having two kids and breastfeeding, mm-hmm. um, like you said, they're not as perky. I'm sure every mom <laughs> out there listening can, um, relate to that. So, and not even necessarily that I would want implants. Cause my, I don't like, like my, I'm like a D I'm a D cup and I would want them reduced a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, but I want to lift, <laughs> like yeah. lift me up a little bit, please. <laughs> um, yeah, same. It's not that I want, like, I think, I think I'm a C cup. I don't even know, but, <laughs> but I just don't like they honest to God though. My boobs have never been perky even before. Same. Mm-hmm. They just kept stretching out longer and droopier, <laughs> but I guess it's like, I don't really care enough and Brahim doesn't seem to mind. So it's like, that's oh, all that matters. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, right, I think right. Brahim sometimes I'm like, do you think my boobs are like not good enough? He's like, are you kidding me right now? Oh, <laughs> like, I feel like he would take them no matter what they did. So it's like <laughs> real deal know. conversations. I love it. <laughs> no, it's real. And I feel like real men know that and understand that, you know, especially if it's the father of your children, like, yeah, this is because of you <laughs> for the most part, because you're raggedy kids. And I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> but um, one thing that I've always wanted and this is so superficial, is a big butt. And <laughs> I was not blessed with the big butt gene. Um, like many of my, you know, friends and cousins and people, like I just not I just never had a big butt. So I always was like, oh, I wanted like I would I joke around and say, like, I'm gonna get, you know, butt lift or I'm gonna get, you know, whatever back in the day. But then when I started to like, you know, like a few years ago, um, really work out. I saw my butt get bigger and increase and lift. And I was like, you really can build your body. Like that was so fascinating to me. Um, And obviously, you know, just the up and down of me gaining weight and losing weight, like I've seen my body transform. So there's so many things that you can do um, by eating healthier and working out that I'm just like, I want to go that route um, versus having a surgery. Because number one, surgery is dangerous. Right. And before the surgery that I just recently had with um, my ovarian cysts and all that kind of stuff, I was always just petrified of being put under, let alone being put under for something that's essentially cosmetic. Right. Right. Like, God forbid, I don't make it out. Like, is was the butt lift, the boob job, the whatever worth me not coming back to life to be, you know, to be right. here. Right. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. No. So, you know, what's crazy. I. There's a lot of women that have butt lifts now, though. Like, uh, very yeah. popular. I mean, I probably saw a hundred of them on my cruise ship. Oh, girl. I'm like, that ain't yeah. not genetically possible. Right, right. And sometimes like, I've seen some that, or I've talked to some people that I'm like, okay, that looks somewhat natural. But there's others that's like, girlfriend, right. like, you just look like you got two balloons on the back of, yes. <laughs> on the back of your, like, like, it just that, doesn't even look good. Right. Is that the look you were going for? But right. I mean, it's actually the more people I find, the more people you ask and you like just open a conversation, a lot of people have stuff done. Like, yes. Yes. and again, like I'm not, I don't, everybody should do whatever they want, but I do have a lot of friends that have had breast implant illness 
Yes. Hearing horror stories with that. Mm -hmm. So I've always been frightened. And I believe the butt implants are similar where they're adding something to your body. I I have not researched it, so I could be totally off base, but I believe they're not just like taking fat from your thigh and putting it in your ass. They're sorry, bad word, but (laughs) but I think they're actually implanting something in your butt. I I think they are transferring fat. I don't know. There's so many different procedures. So we are probably talking about different things. (laughs) But the one that's so common now is the BBL, which is a Brazilian butt lift. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, with that one, um, they're transferring fat from your midsection and transferring it into your butt. If I'm not mistaken, um, or maybe from a different part of your body and putting it in your your butt. So Right, right. I'm but just again, not into like surgery in general. Like I just get so scared this thing will happen to me, like paranoid. Yeah. I would probably avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I was yeah. more, I mean, I wish I was more open to anything, but I'm just not. <laughs> I'm just not that person. No, I just think, like you said, like just the risk factor of it all. And, you know, people, there's thousands and millions of people who have surgeries for cosmetic mm-hmm. things. So the people who obviously make it out versus the ones who don't, you know, way outweighs each other, but just the risk of it all, I think is, is the scary part. Um, but like you said, to your point, I was baffled by how many people you'd be surprised that have had, or, you know, are about to get surgery, um, that, you know, and talk to every day. So I was at a particular place. I don't want to say where I was, cause it'll give it away. And several of these women and moms that I was talking to, like, we all just wrapped a conversation about surgeries and stuff. And the one was just like, yeah, like, you know, I just had my BBL and I have my waist trainer on because you know, I have to wear this for X amount of days. And yeah, my boyfriend and my husband had to, you know, help drain me. And just like, it was a conversation. And I was just like, really? <laughs> like just baffled by how many people have already had something or are considering it. Um, yeah, it's just a, a, the world we're living in. And not to mention, these things are not necessary, right? Like they're not they're not procedures that insurance is covering is kind of what I'm getting That's at. a like, factor too. I would rather have new hardwood floors than a new butt. Girl, like, <laughs> girl. I'm like, where, where's everybody getting this money for these BBLs? Right? <laughs> I don't know. And like a boob job is like five, six grand. I mean, I don't mm. know where, I guess I would just rather spend my money on other things, but you know, I, I granted, I see like sometimes like if women have very large chests, like that should be covered for under sure. insurance. And if insurance mm-hmm. isn't covering that, I think that's messed up. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it just for like cosmetic purposes, where are you getting that money? Like mm-hmm. I don't have just money in my back pocket. Then I'm like, oh, I feel like I live today. Like, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah. But people are doing it. Like there's a lot of people doing it. And like I said, more power to you. The only thing that I've ever, I wouldn't say considered, but kind of bothers me about my body that I literally don't think there's anything I could do is that c-section hump mm. on my stomach like no matter how skinny or thin I got I think I would still have this like droopy hanging sagging skin over my scar mm-hmm. but is it worse getting cut open a third time to yeah. have them stretch my skin I don't know like, mm-hmm. I don't think I would really go through with it, but it is the one thing that bothers me about my body that there's no amount of eating or working out that's ever going to change it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like big C-sections, you have this like slice and skin that sags over it and you can get it cut, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about like the, any facial procedures like Botox or a uh, brow lift or, you know, anything facial or even, even lip injections? Like that's the best very common these days too so 
again, I look at other women's faces and I'm just in awe. Like, I think they look beautiful. I think when things are done properly, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. However, I am like allergic to so many things. I am very, I have very acne prone skin. I have very sensitive skin. I'm hive prone. They are just, none of that stuff is for me. And it's mm-hmm. like dermatologists have told me to probably stay away from it. It's just not worth it. The reaction that I could have could be pretty bad. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Like, I'm yeah. just going to have to age gracefully. That's it. I don't, but I'm invited to a Botox party almost every week. Really? Yeah, like a friend's doing it or one of my doctor's offices does it or just somebody I know or the dermatologist sends me. Like, I'm always getting invited to Botox parties. It's so common. Um, And again, I think people actually, when done well, they look, they enhance themselves, right? Yeah. But for me, I'm allergic to so many things. I would not want to risk my face blowing up like an apple or like a balloon. I don't know. That's where I'm at with it. How about you? Um, never considered it, but same thing, like is I guess just to each his own, just praying I age gracefully. (laughs) Only thing I'm trying to do and implement now is just like just have more of a skincare routine, but um, yeah, never considered having like Botox or anything like that. Yeah, there's this dermatologist. I think she's a dermat, I'm pretty sure. She's in Georgia, she's in Atlanta, Georgia. Her name is slipping my mind, but she posts on Instagram a lot, like her before and afters. And she considers herself like, like she's working on a masterpiece when she touches your face. Like she doesn't do one mm-hmm. thing. She balances at your face. And I mean, her work literally looks like masterpieces. These women go in and they are just like, they come out enhanced. Like you're not going to mm-hmm. say they change their face, but right. they do look better. Like whatever mm-hmm. thing you don't like about your face, she's just making it look better. You know, I don't know what to explain it. And I'm just in awe by that. I was like, oh, I would love to do that. But I'm so afraid that I'll like have some mm. anaphylactic shock and die <laughs> because I went right. to get Botox. <laughs> I right. just won't do it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, even the eyelash, like even something as silly as getting eyelash extensions, I mm. won't do it. I'm too scared I'll be allergic to the glue. Really? I'm like. But that's something I would do. I would get like, I haven't, but I, I mean, other than just like wearing like a strip lash but I would get like eyelashes or um something like that but yeah I mean I guess to each his own I guess the same thing could be said about like wearing a, a hair weave and fake hair and all that kind of stuff like I'm right. extending and making something look like what it's not. I don't know it's just so many things <laughs> in our society that we do to to change and to alter our appearance and our body I think the thing with me with the BBLs and just anything regarding your body is just like, I think we live in such a microwave society that people don't even give themselves a chance to go to the gym to do some squats in in a late day or even give themselves a chance to, you know, if they're overweight, like girl. So for me with what I do with the business, with my business, um, I sell health and wellness products. So I talk to so many people that are obviously looking to lose weight. And that has even baffled me with how many people have already had surgery or about to get surgery to lose weight. When it's just like, have you tried for six months just eating right? Right. And I'm not trying to shame anybody. I struggle with my weight for sure. Okay. (laughs) But again, that's a major surgery. And even after you have the surgery, you still have to maintain it by eating right. And, you know, dieting, exercising, all that kind of stuff. Because again, I'm talking to so many people who have had surgery maybe three or four years ago. And they're like, yeah, I had, you know, a sleeve or a gastric something or whatever. And I gained, you know, X amount of weight back. So I'm trying to lose. It's not a it's not a like a quick fix. Right. So I think that's the thing that just is so crazy. Well, that and I worry about our girls, right? That too. I worry about this 
you know, like all the magazines and everything you see, all these famous people that obviously have had stuff done to them. Like, come on, just mm-hmm. own it, you know, so our girls don't grow up thinking that this is attainable because mm-hmm. it may not be, you know, yeah. you you know, if you take it, these things to extremes, like you do with anything, it becomes unhealthy, unnatural looking. And it creates this, you know, these girls grow up seeing social media, seeing TV, seeing these people that they're mm-hmm. aspiring to be. And it's just unrealistic for them to ever think they're going to get that without surgery. And I don't, I don't like that. You know, I think it's always kind of been like that in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think today because of social media, it just is in everybody's face all the time, like Photoshopping or whatever, just because, and that's what ends up being like girls, they want their bodies to look like that, but it might not even be what you're, you haven't even seen their real body. You've been seeing a Photoshop yeah. image. So I worry like, is too much of this going on, especially in the facial area with the first, it starts the eyelashes and it's the lip injections. Then it's, mm-hmm. you know, the Botox and it's the Restylane and it's the this and it's the that and it's the facelifts and it's, and it's like, what did you, what do you even look like anymore? You know, like there's, mm-hmm. there is a certain element of let's just, you can enhance, but age naturally, like just, yeah. we all do need to see more versions of natural beauty because we've mm-hmm. gotten a little bit away from that, I think. And I only worry about our girls. I don't necessarily, yeah. we're old enough to, to know the difference of what's really happening, but our girls are growing up in a world where that's all they're seeing. Mm-hmm. And there's so many, and this is, this could be a whole nother conversation, but like, as a mom, would you, if Bianca was, and same thing for me, if Olivia was like maybe 16, 17, or even 18, I guess at 18, they can make their own decisions, but there's so many younger teenage girls who are getting things done. Like, I mean, obviously there's celebrities and stuff, but there's probably even local people who allow their kids to get stuff done too, but like Kylie Jenner and um, what is it? Kim Zolciak from Housewives, like their daughters before they hit 18 had plastic surgery stuff going on and enhancements. Yeah. I don't like that yeah I mean then it's kind of like I think back to like when I got a tattoo and it was like I was 16 is it that the same kind of thing like you're doing something to your body that's long term like I don't I don't know where the line is of course because yeah. I had a tattoo and a pe- belly button piercing when I was like 15 so it's like mm-hmm. but plastic surgery where you're going under a knife that you could potentially there's risks of dying are different to me um but I could be crazy you know yeah so like, to what, each would his you, own. what would you do if Olivia asked you for like some type of plastic surgery? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. No, because again, especially especially at that young age, you you're still getting to know yourself. First of all, you're still developing. Your body is still growing. You are still getting to know yourself and getting to own yourself as a woman. So if you think that you need plastic surgery at 16, 17, um, in your mind to feel more beautiful, then you get the surgery and you'll find something else wrong with you. And then you'll think you need X, Y, and Z to feel more beautiful. And then my question would be, especially at that age, like, I feel like at that age, a lot of it would have to do with boys or, you know, you just wanting to be more attractive to someone else. So it's like, are you doing it for yourself? Or are you doing it for the attraction of somebody else? That's another factor too. Right. No, that's really good points. I mean, that's like building their confidence without what they look like or whatever mm-hmm. is a very important thing. But yeah, it's like, I could see by the time our girl, like 10 more years, like how much more prevalent this is all going to be. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Who knows? I mean, again, I don't, I, I hope I don't sound judgmental. I have plenty of friends that have all kinds of stuff done to them. Same. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm like, Oh, you know, whatever it's your body, your choice. But I personally, for me, it's just not a decision that I would make very lightly. I don't think I would ever, I just don't think I would. And my, 
my reasoning behind it is mainly because I'm so allergic to the world. Like mm-hmm. I would, worried, even if they put like an implant, I would be allergic and just die. Like I would just walk <laughs> out and die. Like I, I, I literally, I operate my world in like a bubble. So I, I'm always fearful of undergoing anything unnecessary, you know, yeah. just anything. I won't even have Lasix because I'm afraid. Mm. Like, and I need LASIK, girl. Like, I need the LASIK because <laughs> I'm tired of my contacts popping in and out my eye. But it's just, mm. I'm just such a nervous Nelly. I, I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but no, same like you said. No, no judgment to each his own. I know close people and people, you know, not so close that have had many things done. And, and again, I would be open to it, maybe in a different mindset. But just today, uh, with with the things that I want done, I'm like. I can change it. I can, I can work it. <laughs> I can, I can maintain and, and figure it out on my own. I can hit the gym right after we hop off this call and do some more squats, like <laughs> multiple kinds of squats. Yes. Well, it's funny. I didn't, I mean, you could have told me today you have implants. I would have no idea. Like I don't, it's not even something that's come up in conversation with us before, but yeah. um, I could tell you I have butt implant. You would never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But um, right. Are we ready? Yeah, for the last call. Yes, girl. All right. Do you want to go first with your shot? You like to end on a positive patty note, so. Yes, I can. Okay, so mine is, so what was it? The weekend of before Olivia's birthday party, um, my brother's wedding. So I went down for my brother's wedding. It was in uh-huh. South Carolina. Um, and I didn't tell the kids like super in advance, not on purpose, but just because it was, literally just a couple of days. It was a weekend. Um, and I picked them up from school Friday and, you know, I gave them the because we were going out to eat for Olivia's actual birthday that day. And then I told the kids and I told Logan and, you know, Olivia, she's my little clingy girl. Like she, <laughs> she's a mommy's girl, but sometimes I think Logan, he's definitely more of a daddy's boy, which is totally fine. Um, but I think, I don't know, I guess I underestimate how he'll react to things. And he was really feeling a ways that I was going away that weekend and we talk about mom guilt and I know we talked about you going on your trip and having mom guilt and stuff like that like like I said it was two days and I had the most mom guilt like oh man because he really he was just like well why you know I didn't know that you were going away and it wasn't like it's supposed to be mommy you know mommy time and And again he's my one that like I think not that he doesn't have a good relationship with me or care about me but I'm just like it, he would be cool just going to spend more time with daddy type of thing. Yeah. But he really felt, and, and so in a way it kind of made me feel good, like to be like, well, dang Logan, like, you know, well, I, I thank you for, and I'm I'm glad that you feel, you know, that you'll miss mommy and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, obviously it's only a couple of days. I'll be right back. And, you know, we, we can talk to each other there and all, just all the, that conversation um but then the guilt of yeah (laughs) just going like I was just like oh my gosh I feel so guilty um and we we had a a good moment a heart-to-heart conversation um so it was good like I said again to know that and I think sometimes as parents we have that if you have multiple kids you have that kid that doesn't need as much attention or doesn't need as much help with things maybe because they're older they're just more independent or just whatever it is Mm -hmm. um so your attention is not a hundred percent on them. Like it may be on another child that's younger or, you know, needs more attention. Um, but I think it's important to know and understand that that kid still, you know, needs the same attention and needs love and, you know, needs that openness. And so I told him, I was like, you know, we can, I was like, I want you, I, I want us to have open communication. I want you to tell me like, you know, instead of 
acting out when Olivia is getting more attention be like, you know, like, mommy, like, can you spend time with me? And I would be like, absolutely. But yeah. he's so independent that I don't do that all the time. So. Yeah. So he, he pulled the, the card right before you were going to leave. <laughs> right. Like about to hit the road. So the whole way Uh-oh. down, I was just like feeling just my heart sunk. Like, you know, when your babies aren't good, you feel terrible. So, yeah. oh man, I feel your pain. That sucks. So, yeah. I wanted to take a shot to that. <laughs> what about you? All right. So my, my shot is two parts all about my cruise. But so the first one, although I had amazing cruise, the first thing is you get there, you unpack and that night, no, not that night. Yeah. That night we had dinner. So I went to walk, get a shower because you're traveling. You're kind of yucky. Get a shower and blow dry my hair. Because mm-hmm. I didn't shower that morning. Because I'm like, oh, we have dinner. I'm going to shower as soon as we get into our room. Well, I plug my, I have a Dyson air wrap. And I use it to blow dry my hair, to curl my hair, to brush out my everything. All I have is my Dyson air wrap with me and the attachments. Okay. The thing doesn't work on the cruise ship. No. They don't have enough hertz for it to work. Oh, really? I can't, I can't wash my hair. I can't blow dry my hair. They put some cheap ass blow dryer in the drawer. But that thing ain't going to get through my head. I and was going to say... I didn't bring a regular brush because my blow dryer thing is a brush too. So I'm like, Brahim, oh my God, like I'm going to have to go to the salon every day. So I want to take a shot because I wasn't expecting on spending money on a hair package. Really? But I had no choice. I literally, I would have been like a hot mess the whole time. And it was my birthday. Like I couldn't go around walking like a mess on my birthday. If we were just there bumming it, fine. But I'm like, no, 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 no. So how to buy a hair package. So Yeah, that was a little bit annoying. So that's part one of my shot. (laughs) Part two is the fact that on the way home from um, Bahamas, our cruise went from Bahamas back to Florida. It was the tail end of the hurricane. And Lord Jesus, did I pray to you a lot that night. I thought we were going to die. Okay. The waters were so rough coming into Florida that the boat was just like up and down. It was to the point where I would lay down in bed, try to go to sleep. And it would like, I would feel like I was falling out of the bed. Like I would grab onto the bed because I would just get into that mode of like sleep. And then I would get startled because the drops were so bad. Mm -hmm. The boat was creaking. I, the chairs outside were moving. Our hangers in the closet were swinging and hitting the wall. It was Horrible. We heard people throwing up in the restaurants. We like we're on following Brahim's phone had the Facebook group for the page, the actual boat we were on, and people were like, "I'm throwing up on deck twelve. I'm throwing up in Tapanyaki." Like it was, girl, it was bad. If you have any type of seasickness, you were throwing up. Yikes. So double shot for not being able to do my own hair. And almost <laughs> dying on a boat on the way home. <laughs> well, thank God you're alive. I definitely thought about you at one point and I'm like, are you okay? But then like you said, your phone was off. So I was just like, prayers up for my girl on the boat <laughs> in the midst of a hurricane. <laughs> it was it was definitely scary than scariest thing I've experienced in a long, long time. Because the captain doesn't get on the you know, and I make an announcement and say, sorry, people, we're going to hurricane water. So you don't know if it's normal. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Is it not going to be okay? I, not a fan. I don't know if yeah. I'll do anything during hurricane season again. I think I'll steer yeah. away from that. But anyway, we survived. Okay. Shot over. How about you? What's your cheers for this week? <laughs> so my cheers is also for my big boy. Um, And, you know, you guys know he started football recently. Um, His team is so far three and oh. So good. Um, and I think just the difference 
from seeing his uh, confidence in football versus baseball. And even with baseball too, like their team, their team didn't win a lot of games. So <laughs> that's a whole nother factor of just, you know, just seeing him be excited and winning and having that confidence be built. Um, and it's funny because now we keep comparing his team to the Eagles because the Eagles are 4-0. Shout out to the Eagles. Ah. Um, so as they win, I'm like, okay, like if your team wins this one, like you'll you'll keep being even with the Eagles. And um, it's just cute. And then he's been playing first string these this whole time so awesome. first year in football first string like so proud super That's proud amazing yeah and yes. hopefully we'll be able to see one of his games this weekend that'd be awesome yeah and his last game it was a blowout too so oh, cheers to that yeah. yes what, what? shout out <laughs> <laughs> what about you did you want to say good cheers too I'm going to take a cheers and a toast to my mother-in-law and my husband's aunt because they held it down. I mean, they held it down. Everyone got to what they had to get to. Um, Some of Benjamin's friends, um, one of the other kids on Benjamin's teams also helped out. So cheers to them as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just with getting the kids where they had to go, getting to school on time, getting the homework done. I mean, it's a lot. Like Mm -hmm. we talk on this, it's a lot when you have kids that are in stuff and then to leave and to put other people that don't necessarily, they're so far removed from the kid world. They yeah. they're grown. Like Brahim is their kid. You know, <laughs> so, like they they did it and they did a great job. We had the kids were happy. They probably had a lot more Dunkin' Donuts than normal yeah. and a lot of snacks and ice cream and all kinds of goodies, but they were happy. Mm. Kids are healthy. Nothing like it was great. It was good. good to know like that we could go away and uh, they did, I'm not gonna lie, they ran out the house when we got home, but <laughs> Of course, of course. But I, I get it. Like, I get it. It's a lot. Right, so right. here's to them and their help and allowing us the time to get away and celebrate yeah. my birthday was so much appreciated. No, that's awesome. I think it's, it's definitely so needed to know and to have a village behind you because you, you can't raise kids on your own. Like, it takes a village. So to have that help so you guys could go disconnect and, you know, have some husband and wife time and birthday time for you. Like, that's super important. Yes, for sure. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll have an amazing week. Have a good week. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review. Or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going. 